The following podcast is a Sempronto Media production. She's a business mogul. Number one. And wellness expert. How can I help? And now Chantel Ray and her amazing guests are here to guide you on your wellness journey. Time to level up. Welcome to the Waste Away podcast. Hey guys, just a quick reminder that the people who are having the best results with weight loss is the people who have an accountability coach. And if you want to schedule a free 10-minute coaching call with me or one of my coaches, go to ChantelRayWay.com and click on coaching for your free 10-minute call. Today, I want to talk to you about five practical tips on how to beat worry. So I called my grandmother, who's 99 years old. She lives by herself and she has her own apartment. And everyone asks her, how do you have such a great mental attitude? And why do you look so great at 99 years old? And one of the things she always says is that she just doesn't worry about anything. She's one of the few people that I know that truly does not worry. And it's funny because I just recently called her and I asked her, you know, I was like, I know you never worry about anything, but everything going on with the coronavirus, are you worried? And she said, no, I'm not worried. She said, I'm bored. I haven't been out of the house in over a week and I'm going stir crazy. But even with everything going on with the coronavirus, she is saying, nope, I'm still not worried. Well, you know, our world doesn't offer a lot of real peace, does it? Everything going on with the coronavirus, people are having different emotions. Some people are sad, some people are anxious, some are depressed or angry. But if you ask most people besides my grandmother, they would say, you know what? I am worried right now. I just don't know what to do. So if I asked you to define what is worry, like what is the definition? A lot of people would be like, "Mm, I don't really know. I mean, I know I have a little bit of anxiety. I have fear of the future. I kind of have a pit in my stomach. I feel uneasy. I just feel stressed. It's kind of like people can't define it, but everyone knows what it feels like. It's just kind of hard to explain. So first, I want to say this, that there is a difference between worry and legitimate responsibility and duty. Like, you know, legitimate responsibility means, look, I've got certain obligations I need to do and I need to carry them out to the best of my ability. But worry goes to the next step and is like, I'm just going to keep fretting about it. I don't know what the outcome's going to be. Oh, I'm so stressed. And it can literally make you like deer in headlights and completely stressed out. So what I'm not saying is just to forget all of your duties, forget all your responsibilities, just sit around the couch, you know, eat bonbons, drink coffee and watch Wheel of Fortune all day. No, I'm not saying that. But here's my first tip. So I love the quote from Stonewall Jackson. He says, consequences is God's duty is ours. So it's, it's saying that consequences are God's. Like we're not talking about duty. We're not talking about fretting over the consequences. We're saying, look, I need to pray about it to God and I, God, I need to know what you want me to do, but there's outcomes that I have no control over. All I'm going to do is the action steps. So for example, let's say you have a business. And let's say you can still work from home. Like, don't just sit around and not make calls. Have people check on them. Find out if they can help them. Even if you're not going to do business with them, it'd be nice to just say, like, what can we do for you? How can I help? You know, just talk with them. And if they do need your services, then, and you can perform work right now, then start making phone calls. Don't just sit around watching TV all day. Tip number two, 
remind yourself that worrying doesn't do any good anyway. My grandmother always says this. She's like, if you think about it, people worry about hundreds of things that never even happen. It doesn't even help the situation. It only hurts it. And she's like, I'm not going to worry about these 99 things that have never even come about. Even the Bible says that worrying doesn't do any good anyway. The only thing worrying is going to do is that it's going to make you sick. It's not going to lengthen your life, but it very well could shorten it. Corey Ten Boom said, worrying does not empty tomorrow of its troubles. It empties today of its strength. That's such a great quote. Let me say it again. Worry doesn't empty tomorrow of its trouble. It doesn't change that, but it will empty today of its strength. So remind yourself that it's not going to make a difference. So if it's not going to help anything, why do it? What worrying says is if I worry, it'll make some big positive difference in how things go. And that's just not true. Number three, remind yourself that God takes care of the birds. How much more will he take care of you and how much more valuable you are? Jesus said to his disciples, therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or about your body, what you will wear for life is more than food and your body more than clothes. Consider the ravens. They do not sow or reap. They have no storeroom or barn yet. God feeds them and how much more valuable you are than birds. Who of you by worrying can add a single hour to your life? God says, you don't need to worry about me taking care of your, le- your needs, right? Consider the birds. They don't have storerooms or barn houses, right? And birds don't get all stressed out about life. They're just flying away and they're doing what they're supposed to do. And God meets every one of their needs. Now, the point is, if God runs the birds that way and the plants that way and the animals that way, then why would he run you and I any differently? Think about it. Worry takes a lot of concentration, a lot of effort, and a lot of focus. And so number tip number four is worry is based on a wrong view of the future. God promises to us as Christians that our future is in his hands, right? And he's going to take care of us, right? God promises in his word that he's going to take care of all of your needs. He's going to be right there and he's going to be right on schedule. I'm always thinking about things in the future and thinking, I don't know if I could handle that. You know, like, have you ever gone and visited someone in the hospital and maybe they had cancer or they had just, you know, open heart surgery and they've lost all their hair. And literally I've walked out of visiting people in the hospital and I would say things like, God, I just don't know if I could handle that. You know, I, I always say like, God, if you, when it's time for me to go, I just want to die in my sleep. Like, don't have me go in the hospital. Don't have me go to chemotherapy. I just, I just want to die in my sleep. That's it. And, you know, I've seen people who've lost their husband. I've seen someone who's lost their child and they've gone through horrible loss. And every time I say, I just don't know if I can handle that. Well, this is what it is. This is number five. Number five is God's will will never lead you where the grace of God won't sustain you. Someone gave me that quote on a picture one time. And let me repeat it. It says, the will of God will never lead you where the grace of God won't sustain you. And so, you know, you look at that and you go, oh my gosh, I could never do that. I couldn't handle that. But you know what? We're looking at the future without God's grace. And so you don't get dying grace until you're dying. You don't get cancer grace until you've got cancer. And you don't, 
get go broke grace until you go broke. And, and the truth is God's grace is always there. And so there's things, God never said that this world would be easy. He just said that he would be there with you to make it through. So what's the solution to worry? The solution to worry is faith. What's the solution to fear? It's faith. That's right. Jesus says that worry comes from unbelief. It means that you are just worrying and fretting and you're not really believing that God's going to take care of you. Because if you really trusted that he was going to take care of you, then he, then you just wouldn't worry. Right. And so I know for me, what I've done is I kind of go back and forth sometimes, right? Like I'll get worried about something. And then like, even with this coronavirus, like I'll be worried about it and then I'll pray about it. And I'm like, okay, I'm not worried anymore. And then I'll get worried again. And the truth is that light and darkness can't exist in the same space at the same time. So faith and worry can't exist along at the same space in the same time. So they're mutually exclusive. So if you are saying, you know, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to trust you. I'm going to trust you. Then all of a sudden you go back and go, okay, now I'm worrying again. Right? So the big thing is, is I want you to pretend like my purse. I really, I, I should have it here so I can show it to you. But my purse is so heavy. Everyone gives me a hard time. Cause like someone will be like, Oh, I'll carry that. Or here, give me your purse. Or, Oh, you left your purse. And my purse, I have so much stuff in it and it's so heavy, but I want you to visualize carrying this purse, my purse that weighs like probably about 40 pounds. And I want you to visualize if you're a guy, just a backpack that's on your back, like either one, a super heavy purse or a backpack. And what you're going to visualize every time you start worrying is you just go, you know what? I'm going to take that person. I'm giving it to God. I'm going to take that backpack and I'm going to put it down. And you're going to say, you know what, God, I can't carry this anymore. Like this is too much for me. I'm just going to leave it right here and let you deal with it. And I want to exchange it for the peace that you can offer me. And so a lot of times what I've done is I'll put the purse down and then I'll pick it up. Then I'll put it down and then I'll pick it back up. But but what you have to do is like, for me, the only thing that works is I have to listen to worship music and pray. The second that I'm about to get stressed, I take my phone, I have it handy dandy. I'll listen to an amazing song. I'll put it up and then I'll just, I'll tell you a couple of songs that I really, really love, but they're always about faith and that, that I'm going to trust you and I'm going to believe in what you want. This is a great one. It's called, yes, I will. Um, it says, I count on one thing, the same, the God that never failed me before is not going to fail me now. And so it's just, these are the kind of songs you have to listen to, to kind of encourage you. So I've got them handy on my phone. I've got Bible verses that I can share with you that will kind of just kind of, it'll be trading your heavy purse or your heavy backpack for his peace. And so once you've laid your burdens at the cross, you have to leave them there. No more playing that game. Pick it up, put it down, pick it up, put it down. No, just leave it there. Stop playing that game. And... I just want to pray for you today and just pray that all of you guys will just 
really trust God that he really has this. And Romans 8, 28 says, all things work together for good to those who love God. And so just to remember that, that verse, put it up loud and proud and just remind yourself of it every day. Hey guys, thanks for listening to today's podcast. If you enjoy the podcast, it would mean the world to us for you to leave a review on iTunes to get this podcast out to others that may have the same questions that you do. And as always, if you have a question that you want answered, email those to questions at chantelrayway.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.